it'll just be funny once you sing it. Is this your song? Is this your don't come for us, Beyonce. <laughs> Why would she come for us? We do not own the rights to the song that we just played. No, we don't, but we are here for but the hey, baby we're, hand yeah, afros. We're here, to, we're here to celebrate. You are now listening to The Get Well Podcast. I'm Tanisha Matthews. And I am Kelly Carmody Woods. Let's get well, y'all. for tuning in welcome to this week's episode of the get well podcast i'm tanisha matthews and i'm kelly carbony woods and if you're listening for the first time thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast we greatly appreciate it please take the time to follow us on social media you can follow kelly her instagram name is i am peace-filled mama no that's not it's, it's just peace-filled peace mama. mama. You got you, mm-hmm. you know why? I am infectiously happy is what you used to have. I so. did used to be that. Okay. So she is peace-filled mama, and I am Tanisha Matthews on Instagram. You can also follow the podcast, Get Well Podcast, on both Instagram and Facebook. If you guys would please let us know um, how you feel about the show. If you have questions, comments, if you have ideas. Um, I don't know that we're going to listen to them, but... We're no, not we going to listen to them because we do a thing called what we want. <laughs> no, we appreciate feedback. And in addition to all of that, if you listen to an episode and you like the episode, you need to like it and also share it. Yes. Please. Y'all share this fake news on your on your Facebook page all the time. Share our episodes. on Please, your- <laughs> please. We greatly appreciate it. So today we are welcoming a guest. <laughs> That's what we usually do, <laughs> is we have a guest, a guest on the show. A guest. The guest. Sometimes. <laughs> we are live on the scene with this guest. Can you introduce yourself and tell the people what it is you do? Oh, my. How long we got? <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Monifay Coffee. I am the Jackie of all trades, but better known as the editor-in-chief of Texture Magazine. Texture okay. Magazine. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So we like to operate on the knowledge that people don't know anything. What? Right? What texture. 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 What texture. What's that magazine? Yes. Most people don't know what Texture, T-X-T-U-R-E is. Um, but Texture is a magazine that I published uh, starting 2014. Um, and it was first, you know, only solely dedicated to the natural hair community. I mean, we, we still operate that way. That's the common thread, but we also um, focus on the lifestyle of that naturalista. So 
we focus on culture and entertainment. So every cover will have a celebrity cover. But we also like to talk to influencers. We featured you guys. Yes, sure um, So all things that realm, you know, well, part of the natural hair realm um, is part of texture. But black culture, you know, is, you know, texture is just very black. That's just right. what it is. That's cool. We I, I also remember we did a, an event here you for you. You did my first like a, event. Yeah, it my was fun. very very first event with our very first cover girl, um, Africa Miranda, and you guys were a hit. You were actually my introduction to a brand, which was uh, Jane Carter. I fell in yeah. love with that because okay. you used it on my hair. Y'all brought it to the platform, and and they're a partner of mine. Not from well. It's been a couple of years since that has happened, but it's all come f- full circle. So thank you for yeah, introducing me no, to that. Thank you. you know? It was fun. We like did live hair there. Yes. Yeah. We like connections. We're going to do that again. We're going to do it again. Okay. You have to let us know when. Yes, ma'am. So where did the magazine come from? Like what? Before we start talking oh. about the magazine, though, Kelly yeah. forgot that she has to do something. What Kelly got to do? ask you a question what you gotta ask come on (laughs) we ask all of our guests this thank you Tanisha (laughs) for all of y'all that like to call her Tanisha or Tanisha Tanisha that's what my mama named me because her mama name is Tiny my mama named me Monique Faye there it is right so you understand Mm -hmm. okay so thank you Tanisha for that (laughs) back to me Um, we like to ask all of our guests what does wellness mean to you oh man Wellness is, before everything, before anything, is a peace of mind. Because if your mind is not right, if your mind is not well, nothing else will be. So that is what it means to me. And I learned that the hard way. <laughs> okay. From this magazine. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hilarious, that. Monique. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so tell us more about that. Like, Well... What made me decide, um, in my former life, I was a celebrity makeup artist uh, running the streets of New York between Nickelodeon, CNN, and all in between of Viacom. And I realized there was no retiring from that. How do you retire as a freelance makeup artist? Going from gig to gig, dragging my baby from babysitter to babysitter. Um, It was a hot mess. You know, it looked good. You know, being because people, you know, take social media so seriously and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you're working with all the celebrities and they think that you have just struck gold. Yes. Um, but there was a sense of uh, entrepreneurship that I was not getting from being a makeup artist. Yes, I was booking my own gigs, but I felt like I was a worker. You know, um, I felt like I wasn't setting my own schedule, which I was not. I ended up getting my dream job. So I thought with um, CNN and it was grueling. And after that, I was like, it has to be something else. And I was interviewed for a magazine. Actually, during that time, I was interviewed for three magazines. And one in particular, I don't know what this writer did, but she misquoted so many things. It was just a mess. And that, just because I'm just one of those people like, how can I do this better than you? Mm. That's really where texture, <laughs> the idea of doing mm. a magazine came from. But on the flip side of that, I started working with brands like um, Carol's Daughter, but on the production side, and that was the first time I was in a room full of naturals. Now, mind you, this is 2000, between 2012 and 13 um, in New York City. So unless you were walking down the streets of Brooklyn or some parts of Harlem, there was not a lot of naturals. 
Um, so everybody was still, you know, either relaxed or just Brazilian hair down to their ankles. Mm -hmm. And I would literally be the only Afro in the room sometimes. And I was actually self-conscious at times. So Smooth Magazine came to me. I used to work with all of the video vixens, and they were doing a story. And it was funny because back in the early 2000s, me and my photographer used to joke around and call me the vixen behind the vixens. Mm. So they did the story on me of working in the industry and like where my career has gone since. And there was a photo shoot for it. And I had just taken my weave out. So I never was really wearing my hair, you know. But at this point in time, I thought that it was important for me to do it because when you are going through that stage, I didn't transition. I just kind of cut all my hair off and just let it grow out. But, you know, you know, being a hairstylist, it is a mental thing. About yes. especially being sexy, you know, and feeling like your natural hair is not sexy. You have to be zhuzhed up with all of this weave and extra stuff to, to feel sexy. So I purposely did that photo shoot with an afro. And from there, those ideas of kind of creating my own platform where women, black women, were just shown in a different light. You know, it was kind of like the anti-loving hip-hop movement, you mm. know, um, <laughs> It was something that I wanted my peers to be able to have a tear sheet in because there was a lot of talent that I seen, hair, makeup, wardrobe, photography, you name it, that was not getting the recognition that they needed because they're in the cesspool of New York City um, or L.A. And sometimes they don't get as recognized, you know. So Texture just was a house for us to be at. You know, it was, it was our FUBU for us and by us. Mm -hmm. And it turned into so many different things. But I'm, I'm blessed to have left my career in entertainment with well, that form of entertainment. I just picked up and left and came to Charlotte. And that first year from October of 2013 to October of 2014, when I released it, I just sat in the house and created with all of the people that I could possibly think of to make a part of that first issue. And after that, it's just taken off. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Ooh, blessings. Honey, yes. Blessings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so where can people get the magazine? We are sold in select uh, Barnes & Noble, but we are in, um, well, here we're in BAM, which is, um, Lord have mercy, Books a Million. Mm -hmm. um, we're also sold on our website, our handy-dandy website. Right. And our, <laughs> I love your radio which voice. Is, <laughs> which is texturemag.com, T-X-T-U-R-E-M-A-G.com. Um, we are releasing our next issue um, this summer, so I'm really excited about that. And I can't wait to share. We're going to do a big old party because it's kind of like our um, reintroduction because there's so many new things and new elements that we're bringing to the table from our new site. Um, we're launching Texture TV oh, and wow. also our new issue. So, yeah. What have you learned about yourself doing this magazine? <laughs> I learned that... Um, <laughs> I learned that I, because I'm, I'm such a team player, I learned that I needed to delegate more as a boss, you know, because I was always trying to be on a playing field. I'm one of those people that if I have an opportunity, it's a we. We have this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that mentality makes people feel obligated 
to everything that they're not necessarily obligated to. You know, um, I had to take more control, you know, and, and not be so selfless and at times be selfish to what I needed to do to make sure that texture was elevated. So I had to learn how to boss up pretty much. Um, and I still have that nature, you know, and I think that that works because there's a lot of partnerships that go into having a magazine or just having a business, period. It doesn't even matter what that is. Um, partnerships are everything. And you definitely have to have a team player mentality, but there's also a point in time where you have to crack a whip at times and, and make sure that people are holding their weight. So I did have to learn how to do that more than anything and not micromanage it, but just, hey, we got to get this done. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize how lax I was at certain things. So Texture definitely taught me to, to do that. And um, I thought I was more assertive <laughs> than what than what I really am. So I also had to learn to to um when I do think outside of the box, actually work on bringing that to fruition because I realize that the sky is definitely the limit. You know, when people say, "Oh, you could do whatever you want to do." Like that is absolutely true. It's just kind of figuring out how to get there. Like what's the road to get there, but almost any and everything that you want to do you can do it as long as you do it you mm -hmm. know you can't just sit and wait for something to happen so learn to be more assertive do you feel like your magazine is having an impact on the community and if so in what ways oh yeah um so many ways so not just the our community um but nationally i have people that Actually, I just got a comment the other day. This young lady said, I remember ordering a couple of uh, copies and taking it with me to Honduras um, because so many of, you know, the, the darker shade women or women with kinkier hair are shunned upon. You know, they're not considered beautiful. So she brought this back to her country mm -hmm. to show her family. And I'm like, what? Wow. Are you serious? I'm like, wow, wow that's a wow. great testimony. Mm -hmm. um, I also now have a partnership with Reader's Digest. And you oh, know, wow. Reader's Digest, chat back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in, the, in the 20s and 30s, we had to create Negro Digest just because <laughs> right. they were not writing anything for us. They're not for our demographic. But they reached out to me last year for a partnership. And this year, um, where it should be probably published this week, but I um, wrote for the very first texture column that will be run on Reader's Digest. And that's wow. because they felt that they were not um, as inclusive as they thought they were. Okay, Imagine Reader's that. Digest. Yes. We right. Shout out to Reader's oh, yeah. Digest. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know yeah. if the owner and the creator of Reader's Digest knew what they was doing oh, right now. Turn over, flip, <laughs> flip, flip. <laughs> you got a colored woman writing about colored hair in our magazine. Yeah. Oh, and and I, I started it off. I started it off to to set the tone. Um, the first story is actually about um, foundations, formulations of trying to create, you know, the that perfect foundation for you based upon your undertones. Mm. Um, so there's going to be a lot of things that are inclusive to everyone that can read it. But we all know. Mm -hmm. where I'm going with this. You right. know the tone. Okay? <laughs> right. Just know the tone. Right. Okay? So, well, yes, awesome. that, I, I feel like we're touching multiple communities without even knowing, you know. And Texture is a, um, 
I like to say my American Express card. Mm. <laughs> it gives me access to everything that I've always wanted to be a part of. So, um, you know, I know you guys did our first event, and that was kind of like a typical hair event. But even with that, I wanted it to be interactive, which is why I had you guys do the hair bar. I had the henna tattoos. So I wanted it to be, you know, a fun time and not like a panel discussion on my hair is this and my hair is twisted mm-hmm. and my hair is a 4C. And I didn't want that conversation. I wanted it to be a celebration. And since that event, I've looked at my events totally different. And each year, our biggest event is not a natural hair event. It is Art Basel. Mm. So we just pretty much are taking brands and putting them into a demographic that we're not really in, you know. And this will be our fourth year going in. And there's not a lot of, you know, black magazines that are a part of it. They may be covering it, but they're not doing their own events. So we had to kind of create our own lane somewhere else. Um, but to still get the buzz and attention. So we've definitely been tapping into so many different demographics, but just making it known that we're a part of the conversation no matter where we go. Mm. So, yeah. You know somebody listening saying, Art Basel, what's that? What's Art Basel? What's Art Basel? Basel? (laughs) What's Art Basel? (laughs) Because I get that all the time. Are you doing Art Basel? Okay, (laughs) my child Basel is for cooking. So Art Basel is a very posh, uh, it's it's the biggest. Her voice. (laughs) That's her posh voice. Yes, yes, it's my posh voice. So, uh, you know, originally we were not welcome there. Uh, (laughs) There was, it's very, very vanilla, and it highlights all of the artists all around the world. So, I mean, like, higher higher powers of, of, of <laughs> the art The upper world. echelon. The right. upper echelon. Um, but as I would say the 2000s came in, the late 2000s. So this past year, I think, was the 17th year of Art Basel here, and it, it originated, of course, in the U.K., and then they brought it to Miami. And Jay-Z, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I know you are a Jay-Z fan. Mm-hmm. How you doing? And yeah. um, so we have Jay-Z and also Swiss Beats that really made art a thing within, of course, the hip-hop community and culture. You keep hearing him talk about, you know, the Basquiat's and the Van Goghs and all that other stuff. That's what happens when you get really, really rich and mm-hmm. don't know what else to do with your money. <laughs> buy some art. <laughs> so we all know that there are some really dope artists that don't get that same recognition. So they made a platform for these artists to show at Art Basel. So it's a very small black community that really started in Basel, I want to say between 2012 and 13. Around that same time, that texture was brewing. I'm just saying, I'm just Mm -hmm, saying. mm -hmm. Um, That is kind of when more black culture started coming down. Um, That first week of December to Miami to experience Art Basel. And whether they were going to party or going to the art exhibits, you could not leave that place without feeling touched and it's where all of the black creatives like to go and live and I was like that's where we're going we're going to do an event so my first year I didn't really know what I was doing but we had a cute little exhibit um, and we did have a natural hair artist who came in we had about maybe four artists that year and it has grown bigger and bigger and next year is even bigger we have Vince Frazier who does um a lot of motion graphics 
and his muse is Erica Badu. Mm. So we are talking. Miss Badu, are you listening? Hello, <laughs> she's Ms. Badu, listening. Are you listening? <laughs> because we have been talking to her people about bringing her there. So I want whoever's listening now, just just put on her timeline. Um, answer your texture magazine email. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'll keep you guys posted on that, but. Uh, we are definitely ready to go in. Last year was really amazing. We had Shawnee Crow, um, who is amazing. She's the braider. Hair braider, yeah, yes. She was featured in... Um, Everywhere. 17... One of the, it was a magazine I was Teen Vogue. Um, Teen, it was one of the other ones. I was like really shocked. She was in Vogue, the regular Vogue, and Teen Vogue. It wasn't she, either one of those. Elle, she's been in Elle. all the big ones because it was, of it Solange. Was, this one was more of a... Not a smaller magazine. It was okay. a popular magazine, but I just was really surprised to see, to her, see her in it. there. Because yeah. I was like, oh, y'all got black people in this magazine? Um, no, I <laughs> really so was crazy. surprised. No, because I can't think of the name that's of the magazine. But when I turned to it, I was like, oh, this is that's how I know her. Because I was really in, a, in a salon one day, in a, um, a nail salon or something. Mm-hmm. No, because I would have been in I don't know where I was, but I was flipping through and saw the uh, the hair art and was like, this is dope. She probably was in, a, you know, like you said, is it black people here? Um, because she, her work was featured on SNL with Solange. So she's yes. the one that did that big crown, Savorsky crystal braided yes, situation. it was gorgeous. Yes. So we, um, we had an event with her there and we also, um, you know, teamed her up with Cream of Nature, who was our sponsor last year. Okay. And they did a live hair braiding at Scope. Oh, wow. So Scope is the Super Bowl of Art Basel. That's the name of the Scope? Scope, yes. So Scope, Mm -hmm. um, they do Miami, and they also do New York, and it's a really big tent, and it's where all of the art galleries go and show. And we brought Miss Shawnee Crow there. And that was her first year going into Art Basel, and it was fabulous, darling. So we plan on doing it again. It was Marie Claire. Oh, child. Wow. That is surprising. (laughs) That is surprising. surprising. Right. I I was highly surprised because I was like, and I looked at the cover because I was like, what magazine is this? Well, shout out to whoever pitched that story or if they they It was a black girl. You know it was a black girl. (laughs) That one token black girl sitting in that boardroom like, I have an idea. I have an idea. (laughs) She might not even been in the boardroom. She just told her manager, whatever, her supervisor. Yeah, so I was was very happy to see the article. Yeah. So that's how I knew about Shawnee Girl. We, we need more representation and and just because of stuff like that like even at that at that point in time and no shade essence we love you but before i remember looking at essence and just being happy if it was just one article on about a natural twist hair out. just yes. one yes just one 18 years i've been doing this and it would be the same way i'd always flip to the hair section just to see if there was a person in there with natural hair never and it didn't start until no. like 2008 10. Was it eight? Ten? I'm thinking more like twelve. No, I think 12. in ten they had some. Okay. They had a few in ten. Because remember know. that? Because remember the haircut that I always used to get? It was from an Essence article. Okay. 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 Yeah. So we're gonna say that it, they tapped maybe in a eight. Bit. I think there might have been eight because I had it one time. Then I grew out and got married and got the haircut again. Okay. okay. And remember, everybody used to come in and want that lock Just bob. Like, yeah. That lock bob, and that was from. That was like ten. Okay. That was from Essence. So, so was it was it more geared towards locks or you know it would always natural. be it would always be one or the other. Okay. Right. But it would never be both. Later yeah. in the two thousand. Because so. this haircut I got now, I've been wanting this since I was about eight from watching uh, <laughs> watching Miss uh, Joey Lee, Spike oh, yeah, Lee's yeah, yeah. wife. I thought it yes. was Joa. 
Joey. <laughs> <laughs> She's maybe it's Joa. <laughs> Derp Nair. She might be Tanisha. So maybe it is. Wally. And I'm on me face. So you know what? We're going to respect Joa. Joa Lee. Um, yes, I've been wanting this haircut for a long time. So we'll see, you know. Yeah. Right. But I, I feel like we were in a conversation piece. So now that they've been acquired to, from Shea Moisture, mm. shout out to y'all for yes, doing that. Yes. Come and get textured too. Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're going to see more of it. Yeah, you know? I was going to say that. Like, do you feel like, you know, that black culture is finally getting yes. what it deserves? Because I, I look at, you know, Dapper Dan finally getting the recognition that he deserved after all these years with Child, Gucci. before he died. Right. Thank you. Thank exactly. you. Yeah. Cause exactly. Because that would just be rude. It would have been rude. And especially after they started using some of his designs. So I was like, hold on. But yeah, so I That's see that. That's what brought that on. Mm, it, that's it another is. conversation. I'll be back um, next week. So we see that. <laughs> And then we see a lot of other things happening where we're, we're getting a little bit more recognition than we used to. And even with recently, I don't know when this is going to air, but with Beyonce being on Coachella yes. and her being the first black woman on Coachella, yes. it's like, I feel like it's kind of like now, whether you want to pay attention or not, you, you have, have to. to. Yeah. Um, I want to thank social media for making people more aware yeah, um, they, because I remember growing up now. So my mom's family is from the South. My father's family is from South America. So they're West Indian. They're the only West Indian country in South America. Don't know how that happened. But my dad is from Guyana. And I remember growing up in Jersey. And there was like this whole stigma against, you know, West Indian black folk, you know, and, you know, calling people foreigners and all this other stuff. And it's just always been these divides that we had, whether it's complexions, hair, you know, um, our cultures, there's too many things that divide black folk. And then when you really kind of get to the root of where it comes from, it's like, child, we were all taken from the same place, but we all got dropped off at different places. Right. And yes, we all have different backgrounds and different stories to tell, but we are the same people, mm -hmm. you know? But I remember first seeing, you know, Alec Weck. And mm -hmm. I mean, she the color of this microphone. Mm -hmm. And right there was a lot of black folk that had a problem with, with it her. or couldn't mm -hmm. find any beauty in her because the first thing they say, oh, she is too black. Right. It wasn't until the white culture is the one who embraced her and brought her yeah. to, you know, fashion week. And she was dark skinned with short hair. Yes. It wasn't us. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't embrace her. We didn't bring her into that. And if you see, most of those models all kind of have that same rapport because to them in the fashion world, this is what black folks should look like. Mm. And mm. it it's crazy when you think about, you know, when people are casting and the things that they may want from us and then what we accept, you know. And I love to see that because if we post someone as dark as her on texture, we'll get a thousand likes, honey. People are just like, oh my God, melanin, 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 melanin. But I remember when people were just like, no, eh, eh. no. she is too black, mm -hmm. you know. Right. And it's it's really a beautiful thing to see that. So you know, the platform that did have a melanin Monday, I don't know what happened to them. Where y'all at? Um, very black. Um, there's so many different platforms that just celebrate us, and mm -hmm. it's necessary. You mm -hmm. know, I, I was here for the Wakanda moment as well but i want y'all to still celebrate real black countries too mm -hmm. right you know not just wakanda, wakanda. and zamunda <laughs> right. okay right. i need y'all to stop right. okay right so well you like, know like I, I was um those are our black 
culture. <laughs> when you're talking about black people not accepting it, I mm-hmm. was having a conversation with somebody about the Starbucks situation. Oh, Lord. The guys getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their their comments were really about like, you know, because they got college degrees and yeah. they're real estate investors and they shouldn't have been treated like that. And I said, well, I really don't care if they had been selling drugs up this corner like yeah. 30 minutes before. When matter. they got in Starbucks, mm-hmm. They were not breaking the law. They right. were not doing anything that everybody doesn't do in Starbucks in the first place. Child. So, but it just started for me a noticing of the ways in which some of us, even those of us who had outfits for Wakanda, really like to bask mm-hmm. in our proximity to white folks. Yeah. Yes. And that and that can be in a lot of different ways, but you know, it's just like when people are like black excellence. And so a lot of times I have to say like black excellence does not only equal college degrees. No, right. it right. doesn't. Right. But that's that's often what is deemed as black yeah. excellence or or like I was on a post. It was like a motherhood group and mm-hmm. they were like, no judgment. But what y'all think about this 20 some year old girl that got six kids? And she the girl was posting like I have six children. Mm-hmm. I love being a mother. I started young because I wanted to. So y'all stop talking trash about young mamas. Right. And people were saying stuff like, well, she's married, so that's fine. If she's not married, she's she Child. is enjoying her six children. I know that's right. But we just have so many. So, you know, a lot of times I'm, when I'm having dialogues with people, I'm mm-hmm. like, who taught you what the standard is and what is the standard based on? And a lot of times the standard is based on whiteness. Yeah. And we don't even realize where it's coming from. Yeah, Because some people yeah. I'm like, you're not upset about them getting arrested in Starbucks. You get you're upset about somebody like you who got degrees and works a yeah. corporate job who got arrested because it helped you know that your proximity won't save you like child no that's 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 not a, a pass um for <laughs> for anything if those men were sitting there like you said if they didn't have any degrees they were just high school dropouts it mm. does not matter right. because as much electricity that i have stolen from, from starbucks, starbucks right charging my phone <laughs> um charging all of my appliances using the bathroom when i did not buy a coffee um but there's just so what? many different things i just want to interrupt you for a second because me and my boyfriend were having this conversation and it's like as a black person mm-hmm. i feel obligated sometimes because of the mentality and how we've been trained that if I go to Starbucks, I'm going to try to buy something because I feel like, Oh, which is terrible, but that's just being honest. I feel like, Oh, well I'm going to go in here and I'm going to use they, you know, their Wi-Fi, and I'm going to use this. So I'll, I'll buy Buy something, but you don't have to buy anything, but just the fact that that's how we're, it's ingrained in us that we have this thing where we feel like we have to, whereas someone else could just go in there and be like, I'm going to go in here. I'm I'm a New Yorker. And my last name is Coffee, so it's my it's my birthright. So that means somewhere my people were on a coffee plantation and took somebody's last name, maybe. How I'm going to use that story. That's the story okay. I'm going with. Right. So I feel like I should be getting free Starbucks coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to sit there and I'm going to take up as much time as I want to. Even more now, I'm going to Starbucks after this. Okay. Right. So I... You're not going to buy nothing. You're just going to sit. I ain't buying a sit. damn thing. They already know that now anyway. Um, they know once black people come up in there, they got to be on they P's and Q's. <laughs> okay. But I I just want hot water. I'm, you know they won't charge you for hot water? I just want a cup of hot water. I would like Your some hot water. Bag. I got my own tea bag. Cause y'all don't have mint tea. And I brought my own cup. Right? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. <laughs> he wants your own cut. And my it's own a Starbucks cut. Oh, oh you know, okay. turkey bacon. I went to I went to I went to uh, Marshalls and bought a Starbucks tumbler, and oh, okay. now I'm in here. You in there? Getting my coffee. I move my right. hot water. Get my hot water. I'm I'm happy with how they're handling it though. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that that was I don't know who came up with that tactic, but whoever did, it was a black person. You, you know, yeah, it was a, a black, black person. That's head, that's, she's the head of a, a client customer relations. So we gonna know her like we know the, the Uber woman because you no, know, or maybe she's the CEO. <laughs> she's some. She's, a, she's okay. A, she's a big part. Some higher up. Well, yeah. thank God for her. I and think the clapbacks. The clapbacks. What? Are, on Twitter? Oh, my God. I'm here for st- Starbucks. I was just, I'm here for you. I don't even you. read stuff, but I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Starbucks, I'm here for you. people were mad about them closing. Yes. Yeah. For the afternoon, Kelly. Let me just say, they're, they're open in the morning. They're closing in the afternoon. Well, they're damn it, o- I need my caffeine Wait. at 3 Thursdays. <laughs> they're only closing the actual flagship stores. Yeah. So you can go to Target. You can go to Harris Teeter. Yeah. You can still get well, your coffee. damn it. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be leaving a yoga class, and I like to go to the Starbucks right on the corner because I often leave my dog in the car, and I can still see him I'll from the car, the car while I'm getting my coffee because they won't let me bring my dog in Shouldn't Starbucks. And that's like another thing. Like, I see that they arrested you you these black people. I see that they arrested these black people, but like they won't even let me bring my dog in. So where's the humanity in that? Somebody is saying, yeah, yeah somebody is. It's one of those yeah, things you. It's so funny when you um, read a, anybody's timeline, and it's like it goes to something else, and it's like you damned if you do and damned if you mm-hmm. don't. Right. Starbucks saw that this was an issue. They took responsibility. They didn't just leave that little lackluster apology. No, or sugarcoated. Or they brush went it under back the rug. and they were like, "We're going to have to do some training. You know, some some moral training." And they fired that lady. Mm-hmm. Yes, by lady. I would have so. made her sit through the training. Though. <laughs> and I would have been like, yeah. "Let me, uh, Tammy, come fired up here to in the front. front of all of those people. Tammy, come up here to the front. What Y'all you see Tammy? Do. <laughs> Don't be like Tammy, because Tammy is in this training and she ain't even got no job when this is over with. Bye, Tammy. <laughs> you was worried about them yeah. being homeless, and now you have your own problems. <laughs> like Tammy is now. <laughs> Now she's gonna know what it feels like to be black folk. Is it her okay. real name? Well, y'all made that name. I don't up. Re- remember. It's Tammy today. And she's oh, Tammy later. right now. She ain't gonna somebody say found, about her. Somebody found her. But um, I saw them, they dissected her whole Facebook page. Wow. Poor Tammy. Yeah, wow. she. You know, she was problematic. Yeah, yeah. But well, anyway, so representation. Yeah. Well, Bye, Tammy. <laughs> um. So you mentioned going on people's timelines, and you yes. damned if you do, you damned if you don't. You're right. So do people come on texture being wily? You know what? No. We had one one situation, and it was by the others. Um. They thought that it was okay to come on and have commentary about Beyonce. So there was this skit that was done Not the on the Queen Mother. Girl, Beyonce. <laughs> and we barely mother. post her. You know what I mean? But it was one of those um, little natural days where we posted her in, in blue. And, Lord, Saturday Night Live had a skit about um, after she did the um, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, white people were all up in arms because, you know, the whole Black, Black Panther, Panther thing. Mm-hmm. So. 
they had this skit about you know when Beyonce became black so right. you know they had white people in the office just going crazy like oh my god she's black <laughs> that was one really, of the really funny skits mm-hmm. yeah. but they decide to come to Texture and have a little powwow between Megan and Sarah and the rest of them and they're like oh look this is when Beyonce was white <clears throat> and then they were commenting they had this whole thread underneath mm. each other and they were just going in and it only took one of our little textures to say not today not no. today Becky um, <laughs> they read her to filth and we didn't have to do anything right. but I did get a nice email of them apologizing saying that they were being threatened because first of all you don't come for the queen mother because the beehive gonna get you exactly right. not necessarily texture magazine right. just right. the beehive in general and that's what I told her I said sweetie there's nothing that I can do you're with the beehive now. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. rest in peace. Right. <laughs> so I don't know where Becky is now, but um, right. she was like, I'm from New Jersey too, girl. It was this whole thread. I'm going to pull it up one day. But nobody ever comes on there and says too many things. You know, there may be some commentary of, you know, maybe we post a little girl and they'd be like, oh, that hairstyle too grown. Or, oh, why, do, why does she have to have on no clothes? Or, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has an opinion, but usually... Right. Um, we I think we set the tone a long time ago. It's not here, not now, not ever. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to come here? This is for us to highlight and us. celebrate. And we're posting what we like. And if you don't like it, don't click the like button and just move on with your life. Mm-hmm. But social media makes people feel obligated to just vomit anything, right. you know, and Amen. they without precaution. So, you know, if you come for us and somebody come back for you, that's on you. Right. You know, but um, no, that was the only time that we ever had mayhem, and it was funny actually. That's <laughs> so, funny. Thank you. I would love to see you and Dr. Yaba Blay. Together. I was just thinking about what? professional black girl. Um, hey. You know, you know, Dr. Blay. I just Blay? was thinking about professional I, not black personally, girl. but oh, okay. I know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, she. Uh, I like her platform, and there was a time when the protesters who there was a protest in Durham, and they took down a statue or some students took down a statue Uh and so she being the doctor with a doctorate that she is Mm -hmm. she like stood up for them and like helped them raise money and stuff and she was posting and she was getting a lot of follows she was like you know my followership's like blowing up she was Mm -hmm. like but they i'm i'm gonna be laughing when they be flipping when i start posting these twerk videos again (laughs) sometimes (laughs) yeah but i just like that she celebrates all the things that are black girl and black people magic that because we love our proximity (laughs) because we love our proximity to whiteness we will be like that's ghetto and it's like who said so until one of them are doing it right child first and foremost it's it's ghetto for us to do it but it was okay for molly cyrus to do it right you know um a lot of things that were considered ghetto have made the runways um do-rags made the runway with gucci baby hair made the runway um there's so many things that are part of our culture that they may look at as ghetto um, or urban, as they like to say, mm-hmm. but it's our stuff that they're taking and reappropriating for themselves, you know. And 
sometimes, you know, we do get a little ghetto. I do a little twerk a little bit, you know, when I'm happy. I'm going to go do it tonight, you know, because <laughs> today was a good day. <laughs> and right. star- I'm twerking at Starbucks. Y'all meet me there. <laughs> I'm twerking at all coffee houses now. But, you know, there there's a time and place. And then I have a West Indian background. So, you know, that whining and twerking is just a part of the culture. And but, I think that people don't understand that. It's like yeah. when you don't educate yourself on the origin of things yeah. you you make judgment on it yeah but then when you start yeah. to break it down and see where it actually came from then it's like oh okay when you look at the african dance now of right. course we 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 usually tie it into we don't go that cultural we'll tie it to a strip club mm-hmm. you know and and then that's where people go because they think everything you know westernizes overly sexualized point blank period you know but when you look at those brothers and sisters that are still living that traditional life in Africa, they're not looking at the body parts like we are. You know, there was a interview that I saw um, with a guy who who does live, you know, in a village, and the women are usually topless. And he said, "Look around. All of the women have on long skirts. So for them, what's enticing is thighs. That they look at breasts. Mm-hmm. That's just how you feed our children. children. Mm-hmm. They don't care." You know, and I wish we thought more like that because I wouldn't care about my breasts so much. Mm-hmm. Because if I could, and I will one day, like they have you feeling some type of way because they hang a little bit, mm-hmm. but they supposed mm-hmm. to for exactly. you to feed your kids. Exactly. Right. You know, that's why right. your breasts drop. So, ladies, stop beating yourself up, please. Right. But it it's a beautiful thing to see that how did we get to that part where it became something so sexual? And these people are running around topless. They're not even thinking about it, you know. And that's really our culture, you know. So when you do see a woman that is, you know, dancing and you may think that it's raunchy or whatever, and sometimes it can be, but that is definitely an origin of just our culture and our background. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. This has been a great time with you, Moni Faye. Yay! Monife. Yes, yes, like Beyonce. Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell people how they could get in touch with you or you already told how they can get your magazine, but, you know, drop all the information. So, okay, this is where I get the spiel. So, if you want to talk to me, communicate with me, or partner in any old type of way, um, I am very accessible, especially through Instagram. My phone is always near me. It's near me right now. Um, so instant coffee gram. Instant coffee gram <laughs> on Instagram. And if you're on Facebook, um, Monife Coffee, M-O-N-I-F-A, coffee common spelling, C-O-F-F-E-E. And yeah, hit me up there. I would love to, you know, meet you guys. All right. So now I'm going to take you through something I call a quick pick. Let's I'm going to give you two choices and you got to choose one. Okay. Fast if possible. Give it to me. Okay. Would you rather only travel in an RV for the rest of your life or only on a sailboat? RV. Would you rather do a TEDx talk or sing on stage with Beyonce one time? I'm going to do that TED talk. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Would you rather have a job where you clean rest stops at the bathroom, excuse me, bathroom rest stops mm-hmm. or at a slaughterhouse? I'll take the bathroom. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather never take a picture again or always have to take a selfie with every person you met? I'm doing a selfie. Forget y'all. <laughs> I need them pictures. <laughs> Would you rather 
have marijuana become legal or make alcohol illegal? Ooh. I'm going to have to go to the earth. Um, <laughs> I'm here for the marijuana. Okay. And yes. lastly, would you rather tongue kiss Lil Wayne or oh. Lil Yachty? <laughs> <laughs> she got chopped up. <laughs> um. <laughs> is that you like vomiting a little bit in your mouth? <laughs> Lil Wayne or Lil Yachty? Who is it? Um, I'm gonna go with Lil Wayne because he got all the bad baby mama, so it may be something that we missing, but right. I would rather not. <laughs> I would rather not. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was fun. Thank y'all Thank for having so me. Much. All right, have a great day. Hey, bye bye. Thanks for listening. with us online at www.revolutionego.com or on Instagram at Get Well Podcast. This week's episode of the Get Well Podcast is sponsored by an old favorite under a new name. Olive and Aloe is now O&A every day. They're on some new year, new them. They're back with three cents. Soothe, which is the lavender blend. Soul, which is frankincense and myrrh and sands, which is unscented. The same love is being poured into each bottle by Vanessa as she loves on her family, herself, and her community. Log on to O&A every day to check out all that's new and all that's familiar. This week's episode of the Get Well Podcast is sponsored by Eris Dion Skin Studios. Are you unhappy with your skin? Could it be a little bit more vibrant? Do you just want to treat yourself to some self-care through a facial? Then head on over to Iris Dion Skin Studios. Her natural skincare line is carefully curated with high-quality oils, hydrosols, herbs, and clays. They're sourced directly from organic farms and distilleries. The products are 100% natural, and they will help get your skin exactly where you need it to be. Arist is offering rejuvenating facial treatments in a setting that is sure to remind you of your worth, give you a sense of peace, and offer you a level of relaxation that we all deserve. So head on over, make your appointment, and visit www.aristdion.com.